this morning's sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Off we are running into a Thursday morning. And again, about to be another glorious day here. DeAndre Ayton can't get out of his house. I got a guy going back and forth with Scott. He's from lived in Portland. He's like, yeah, I understand. Like, Portland has, like, the roads are hills. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. But in the history of the Portland Trailblazers, nobody's ever called in ice. It's been the first time they've had ice. Can't walk to the end of the road. And that's all the comments on it. I love the DeAndre Ayton story. The only story better in uh, in sports right now. Remember in 19, was it 91? Maybe it was, it was 89 or 91. Whatever the Redskins were in the Super Bowl. And the reporter asked uh, Doug Williams how long he's been a black quarterback. <laughs> and it became legendary. He'd be like, how long have you been a black quarterback? He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> one of those two things I've been my whole life. The other one, how long have I been a quarterback, you mean? And, it was, and it's gone down in history as... Legendary. Uh, yesterday, a girl reporter, and it had to be a girl reporter. Oh, because yeah. It, it makes it funnier. So if the simulation is trying for the bigger laugh, of course, it's a lady reporter who was asking the coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with all that's going on in the NFL. You know, uh, all the weather that happened in Kansas City and Buffalo and all the Baltimore's going to get it. How are you preparing your team for a weekend in Detroit? I mean, do they have to get acclimated first or what do we do? And he just looked at her. And he, and he goes, we'll be okay. It's a dome stadium, you dumbass. Said, I, <laughs> idiot. You have it? It's on, uh, I, let me find it. I sent it to you on the... Uh, yeah, she's she's got this big, long, drawn-out question of trying to, like, uh, you know, I, I don't know what she's trying to do. He so, handled like a champ. Todd Bowles is just... Well, he's got no emotions at all. He's just staring. But he knew. He's like... He's looking at her like, are you kidding me? Are you asking me about the weather in Detroit in the dome? But I guess it. I guess it uh, has some yeah, viability uh, now because DeAndre Ayton can't make it because of weather to a dome. Even slightly entertaining. Yeah, there's a uh, 20 seconds from the bus into the building. Yeah, they should be, all, we'll be right. all right. I think we're gonna make it. I think we're gonna do it. I think the team doesn't really need to sit in the deep freeze all week just to feel, uh, you know, the wind chill of what's going on outside the dome. You dumbass. Next question. But again, DeAndre Ayton couldn't make it to a domed facility. Too cold, too icy. Way too much Call of Duty. New content. Yeah, that's a pretty bad question. But, I mean, that happens in sports. But that was, that's, you know, those moments where you're just like, okay. How, is, how are you not immediately fired by whatever operation is employing you? How are you immediately not like, well, what were you doing? You make us look stupid for putting you in that room in the first place. I just wanted to make sure that his team... Because they're going to be out. They're not. They're going to be in their hotel room. They're going to be in a ballroom doing a virtual walkthrough. We put them on a bus. We drive them into the stadium. We don't drop them off a block away. They never have to be in the elements, ever, not once. They will never say, man, it's freezing, unless they walk from their hotel to the Starbucks, and they're like, man, it's cold out. You're clear. We're looking for the most prepared teams. Uh, Today, it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures we tend to talk to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? You do know we play indoors, right? And they got a dome. (laughs) I don't. 
Um, He's no, it nothing in. planned. We're, we're indoors, and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus, going under the thing, so we'll be okay. The weather's been a fact. We'll be okay. And his eyes are like, you are dumb. I want to know, of course, she's running over. I got this question here. That's a great question. Ask that You know question. what's awesome? I've been in those rooms. Uh, I used to do that. And I was I was I was the lackey for a host, so he'd send me into the stuff. So he he used to tell me his name was Ted Simons, and Ted runs uh, politics on Channel Eight now. He's a big PBS guy, and he does a great job doing what he does. He had no business doing a comedy morning show. I have no idea how that happened, but I used to be when I first started. I would be his sports sound guy. One thing you don't need to do: you don't ever have to ask questions. Just get the sound of the other professionals. Because he didn't trust that I wouldn't do that. Right. So I'd just stand there with the mic in the air. And the crazy part is, like, as a young person, I thought, all, I, again, this was before I knew about the imposter complex, that everybody in that room was a dope like me. And I thought I had to earn my stripes, and I didn't know enough to ask a question. Or I, and then I'd hear their questions, and I'd be like, that was stupid. Uh, but nobody ever taps any of those guys on the shoulder and says, shut up, shut up. They're in a dome. Don't ask weather questions or run through other stuff with those guys. They're so competitive that if, like, say, Brett and I are down there and he works for a, a competing rival media outlet and he goes, hey, I was thinking about asking this question. What do you think? He'd worry that I'd steal it and get the question in before him if it was a good enough question. So they don't talk to each other about their angles. And so dumb stuff like that happens all the time. And none of them help each other ever. That girl will be back. The next day. As, Promoted. And they won't. You know what's crazy? If it's And here's the thing about equality that nobody wants to hear. If a dude asked that question, his name would be everywhere. Chick asked it, and it's like, hmm. Yeah, let's let, let, bury it. Yeah, let it go. It, it makes it look like we're mean to them. If a dude asked that question, and rightfully so, he'd be getting bombarded by all the people on ESPN, FS1, all that. We'd be joking. Who is that person? How did, and this is why we, the media is so stupid. Nope, they won't do it to her. And she deserves it. That's as bad as, how long have you been a black quarterback? <laughs> as bad as, but hilarious. So that's been going on all weekend. But yeah. Let's see if I can find that one. Todd Bowles just sat there with, I mean, he has zero expression or, like, he usually looks like he's about to go to sleep. Like, he makes DeAndre Ayton that's look active. Ex- that's the biggest expression I've seen out of him yeah. in a while. Well, because I mean, how you, that's yeah. That was I mean, he was he was basically in hysterics. Can't laugh. Todd Bowles is. Oh, I think he would have laughed if he had inside. He was dying. If, if he and I don't know that he has that. I think in, I think his body's incapable of doing that. I think that was Todd Bowles in hysterics. I think he let it all out. You'll there. be right. Yeah. We'll be all right. <laughs> We're indoors. You know that, right? <laughs> Jesus is looking at her and she's like, "Oh God, did I just ask that?" And you know she didn't know because she just said, of course I know you're indoors. I'm talking about uh, getting around in Detroit. She could have covered, but she didn't know it was an indoor stadium. And did anyone say anything afterwards? Hey, great question. Way to go, dumbass. You know what should have happened was her boss should have been on the horn immediately. Was that you? You're fired. You're not allowed in there anymore. You make us look like morons. There's also a reason why they used to, they don't anymore, make you say your name and who you're with. Because that would, you stamped it. It was your water. Tracy Johnson? Yeah, they don't do that anymore. They just start asking. Most of the times because they're the same people and everybody knows who everybody is. But that's a new one. I liked that. That was great. Uh, the other thing that uh, is in the news now, and I like this was all over the news yesterday. And, uh, you know, the Gilbert Goons have dominated the news. And, and because of the Gilbert Goons, all you hear about is a rise in teen violence. And there is no rise in teen violence. There have been a few incidents that have made everybody think there is, and then the news is making it seem like every teenager is going to beat you up just for looking at them. And that is not the case. It's it's falsif- it's it's just amplifying nonsense for ratings and clicks and all this other stuff. Which is stuff. why anti-bullying campaigns have... Uh, oh, they're ramping those up again. Yeah. Um, but the, the sadness of this is, is that it was a murder, and, and it has become less about the murder of a kid... Than it is about like this, the you know the gang violence, g- catchy goons thing, and the you know the alliteration of Gilbert goons to these all all these bad kids and whatever. But now they've got this thing that they're going on and on about of tying ribbons around the trees in uh, Queen Creek in honor of this Preston Lord kid who was murdered. It's a murder. That's all this is. 
Uh, they, and it's terrible, but it's not like, you know, everybody needs to wear this. was a terrible incident of, of stupid people being stupid, and it, unfortunately. And the kid deserves, like, all this stuff. Well, the HOA is making everybody out in Queen Creek take down these ribbons. Like, these are not, no, we don't do that. We don't have these displays. You can have it on your own private property, but you can't go out and put it up on the common area trees and all that. And They, so they I, have it every once in a while in our neighborhood. I, I'm like, oh. Like I saw a bunch of orange ones the other That's day. Maybe what those that was are. it. Okay. That's for him, right. and that was in Gilbert. Right, and they're tying these all over the place. I didn't put them. Uh, so at first I was like, ah, HO- I hate HOAs. I'm like, that's stupid. That stinks. Um, and then they then they showed a video of it, and it is like the neighborhood is littered with orange things. Every tree, around, all the trees. Like it looks like it just looks like there's going to be a construction thing. They're all orange. And I'm kind of like, all right, there has to be a happy medium here. Everybody's mad at the HOA, and I hate HOAs. I think if you live in a neighborhood with an HOA, you're asking for all the things they say. Second part, somewhere in the HOA guidelines, and the president of the HOA is just a dick for even bringing it up, it says you can't do this. Yeah. Because you have to put in perspective, yes, this particular situation may warrant some ribbons, but what's next? Where do you – you've got to draw a line all the time, or you'll have ribbons – your place will be lousy with ribbons every time somebody gets in a car wreck or something stupid happens in a house. And that's when it usually happens. We had the one. I don't know how I'd feel if it happened to me, but I felt bad. It was in our neighborhood, and there was a family, and the the guy had left a kid in the car. Oh, Forgot terrible. about it. They were Awful. packing for a vacation. And, and then they tie ribbons up and remind everybody about it every day. all around, yeah. the, you know, our block. and Yeah. Oh, how about just one gigantic HOA ribbon? That my solution to this is all right. HOA, you're not wrong because nobody ever goes out and takes the ribbons off. That's yeah, they and they'll just there. rot or they'll fall off, and they get ribbons laying all over the place. Yeah, that one's from four years ago. Yeah, right. And you got some blue ribbon that's been sun tattered. It looks terrible, and these orange ones are. I mean, they're everywhere. So I'm kind of like, mm, I get it. I get the HOA going. All right, we've gone overboard. So HOAs solution based, Johnny. That's me. Instead of listening to the news tell you you're all dicks for saying no ribbons, because you kind of are, and instead of uh, everybody tying ribbons to just about every goddamn thing in Queen Creek in honor of this thing, we just have an HOA giant ribbon. And it's time to raise the ribbon. Yeah. You know, how about we have one pole in the middle of wherever uh, city square is, like a flag, and it's at half-mast, except for it's the, the tribute ribbon. And it flies high over the city instead of that whole thing where you're in an HOA. Because I did look at that, and I'm like, if that was going on in my neighborhood, I'd be like, all right, this is sad. But who's going to clean all this up? Because this is ugly. Like, this is bad. And I don't need to be reminded of this terrible incident every single second, every tree. And let's be honest, tying a ribbon around a tree is about the least you can do for a situation. It's lazy. It's the, and what it becomes is the luminarias. If you don't do it, you're the guy on the block with no ribbons. So you look like you're not participating. You look like, so now it's just a sort of terrorism. It's the terrorist emotion of like, oh, you don't put a ribbon up so you don't care that he's dead. It's like, no, I do. But all right. I think thousand ribbons, we all, are we, it looks tacky. It starts looking like, okay, I have to do it. Hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? Holmberg's Morning Sickness. So a big giant HOA ribbon that you have multiple colors and or some spray paint. And then uh, have the HOA go plaster like nine ribbons, HOA ribbons that you have in a box like Christmas. Whenever a community says, let's raise the ribbons. So you mean something like the, the big community Christmas tree, like in downtown yeah. Chandler and yes. stuff like that. Yeah, okay. you have a community ribbon yeah, of sorrow bad. and sad. Forever Lights uh, right. tree. <laughs> right. turns, yeah. We have like a pole that turns a color on this one. Or yeah. just how about just gigantic, uh, uh, you know, billboards in the area that are on the big streets that say Preston Strong. Or, well, this is a yeah. terrible tragedy. But the ribbon thing, to me, it's it's like when Facebook does something and it's like the least involved you can actually be is to say, I have a ribbon in my tree. I get it. It's tough enough for cities, and we talked about it before, is the, in, in the corner shrines or wherever. Right. The person gets hit by a, on, on a bike. The white bikes. And the, the upkeeping white, yeah. of those. They, just, how long? I saw some, just a couple of, just ones that needed to be removed. It looked like litter. It, it is. After a while, that was a terrible tragedy that happened near my area. 
seven or eight years ago. I don't remember. A lady crossing the street with a stroller got hit by a car. The baby died. And on the and it was pouring rain the next day. And it was just, uh, for weeks, a slew of stuffed animals on the street corner yeah. on Camelback and, like, 20th Street. It was terrible. And just just slop. And it was like, well, this is, hey, this is just awful. All those stuffed animals could go to, like, a needy kid. And, and, and then somebody's got to sweep that up. And it just started to become, I get it. Like, you want to do something. You want to tribute to something. But, like, a, a day or a place. We need to have, like, a dedicated place for it. Not. I don't want to see, like, Brady and I have always joked about, you know, you see the white crosses on the road and they're uncomfortable. And then you see a white you bike. Out. Yeah. And you're like, ooh. And then we wanted to put up, like, white snowshoes. Canoe. Or a canoe. Like, something weird. Like, what happened? Just at least make people think, what the hell happened here at the 50, 50 this is the on-ramp to the 51 at Bethany Home. Why is there a canoe painted white here? Well, a sewing machine? Yeah. <laughs> right. It's flopped up and smashed my husband in the face. It was an old singer. Just hit him right in the melon. And I know it reminds, Skis. like when you see it, you're like, oh, someone was killed there. But I don't know how I'd feel if it was my family member. You know, I know that that corner will never, know. you'll never forget that. Right. But that's but up to them. Do you want that? Yeah. And they can put that in their front yard. I had a friend whose brother got killed in a car wreck in their front yard. And they put up four crosses of the kids in the car in their yard. Oh, Jesus. I know. It was rough. That cemetery. It was. It's what it looked like. And their names were on it. Every time you go by, it was like bad. They, they eventually moved out of the house. And the new owners took the crosses down. And people were like, you can't do that. It's like, why? Why do you guys want that in your front yard? That's creepy to the, like the neighborhood. Was it Toledo that picked up the misfire? Toledo <laughs> had the misfire. Kept it, yeah. The people who put the... <laughs> It was a heartfelt poster board letter, some balloons, and like a pizza. I <laughs> hope he ate pizza. There he is. Hi, Richard. And it was on his doorstep because in your condo Which, complex, what do you do? all the places looked alike, you can't right? Get a hold of yeah, anybody. It was a townhouse oh, area, right. community, and so we had dual townhouses. And you lived in twenty-one, and this one was supposed to go to yep. twelve. Yep. <laughs> and some so dyslexic come home, mourner. and there's a giant poster board. We'll miss you. Can't believe you're gone. Teddy bear, balloons. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there was flowers. Right into the garage. Toledo didn't even look for the true owner. Not right that's into the garage. True. She gave the flowers right to Lisa. The- <laughs> look what yeah. I bought. Hey, hey, you oh, that's lovely. There's a card. <laughs> don't read the card. I left it out there for a day in case someone would come up, you know, realize their mistake. And then I was like, I can't leave that there. <laughs> I can't have it out in front of my house. Put it out on the sidewalk and go... Misfire, wrong place. I, come on. Then do just, I put it on the wrong just house? Wandered around the neighborhood, put it in another row. You go to the next door app. You go to Facebook. Like, Didn't hey, have it at that you time. did too. No. Oh, you did. Because no. you posted a picture of it in your garage shortly on thereafter. Facebook. That's I'll what I, I had. said. Facebook. You said next door. That and was not Facebook. On there. there was a Facebook. <laughs> he tried. There were avenues. You stuffed that in your garage and then like waited for the next person named Sophie to die so you could mourn that. But and then, scratch but then it's in the garage. It's like was, how long? It was like a week and then I threw yeah. it away. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Terrible. But the ribbon thing and the HOA thing, I, I don't like HOAs, but I also respect the fact when an HOA sticks to its guns. I, am, I like that if you have it and you have a specific set of rules that you're like, look, we all agreed to this. Right, when you sign the papers. Yeah, like how about a ribbon for a day? And then the HOA can say that's enough. Because I don't like HOAs. I think There that, might be policies like that. But in a way, I'd be the neighbor. If In my neighborhood, if there, you know something like this happened, you get the ribbons up on the trees and people are tying them and stuff. And then I'd start kind of talking to the other neighbors, going, how long are the ribbons going to last? Like, when can we take them down? It's like Christmas decorations. When can we take these down? HOAs have a thing, where, like those gays in Queen Creek that got so mad at Stephen Holmberg. When they put up their rainbow flag and they got mad that somebody said something to them, you're not allowed to, the HOA said you can't have, like, sports team. They weren't allowing anything. They're like, you hate gays. I'm like, no. The, Ameri- just, the American flag is the only one. That's that the only one. And even then, there has to be guidelines on so how you do it. Maybe the state flag? I don't on know. ours, you can't. I don't think you can put up the state flag in ours. It's just the American and flag. And you don't want that. You don't want a whole neighborhood of, like, flagpoles and garbage Thank you like for that. enunciating. <laughs> neighborhood of, of Queen Creek flags. <laughs> but you, they're right, because otherwise you'll get a guy with like, I got a flag with a pint of beer on it, and he hangs that up every Friday. It's like, all right, that's enough. Barstool sports guy. <laughs> right. You got a bunch of wieners that are out there doing dumb stuff. But like if you do drop off, and that's the other thing. Toledo's, we tease him about the whole, 
I took the flowers and the teddy bear and the sadness and I stuffed it in my garage to be forgotten forever, just like the death of that girl. For a week. Threw it away. Forever. That's forever. Actually, I think we donated donated the teddy bear. (laughs) Got that mojo out of the neighborhood. But again, we teased Toledo. (laughs) But honestly, how close were you to the person that died if you missed the house? Exactly. You know, yeah, I mean, it is exactly. kind of, it's a that little, was, like if you're going to drop it, it off. 12 or 21. Yeah, double check. I don't know. The actual address of the dead person and then drop off appropriately. Because, I mean, if my neighbors are saying, hey, sorry for your loss, but we got a bunch of stuff misdelivered to it. Like, you know, I and get how, it if it's Amazon. And but. how connected are you to realize that there's a new family in the house? The, the <laughs> oh, building, was, building was vacant for six months. Your house was where she lived? I don't know. Oh. But if you if it I was. she just missed the door. But if it was where she lived, then the house was bought. That's and sold why you got empty. such a good deal on that place. It's rental. What are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> I see. No one's buying this Nobody place. Nobody buys this place because of all the blood stains and murder carpet. in here. What is with the new, new carpet? New paint, new carpet. Dark colors on the walls. Goddamn death floating around in here. I got to drop the prices. Hi, my name's Toledo, and I'd like to get in here. Well, the price is so low. Any reason why? Yeah, a lot of people like to whisper murder around these neck of the woods, but eh. I'd what kind of no primer mind. are you using on these walls? It really covers up. <laughs> pay no mind to them. They also like to utter the phrase sinkhole, but I find them silly. Anyway, 38 bucks a month seem reasonable? Yes, sir. You're also going to get a lot of weird gifts. The uh, the welcoming committee has a very dark sense of humor. So some of the stuff you're going to get uh, seems like maybe you died, but uh, they're just joking around. Boy, I didn't know you bought the house from the Ramses or something. <laughs> right. I mean, Jesus. Have you been following the Jody Arias trial? No. Good. Let's go in. Dave Ramsey will say a deal's a deal. <laughs> That's right. And this is where they found the uh, gold, the treasure. There's no body. I was, I said body. I was a. I misspoke. So but again, I don't think that a neighborhood needs to be littered with ribbons. And again, I'm talking from a from a point of view of somebody who's not involved in it. I understand that the tribute is necessary, and that and the community can unite. But when they did it, when they were talking about it, when I first saw, I think it was I don't remember who the reporter was on it blabbing away about like, ah, can you believe this HOA and blah, blah, blah. And I think Broom had even had mentioned that he was going to do it. I didn't hear him. I think, you know. Um, but they're mad at the I HOA. To check on mine. Like if you get permission and saying, we're going to put this up and we're also responsible for sure. taking it down. And if you don't take it down, this is where fines. the fines are laid. But I mean, when they did a shot of the street. Oh, it went. Um, the, the part that I saw, heavy. I just, I think it, it was last week and it, it I didn't put the two and two together right away. Yeah, I'm like, it's summer because you see it so often. But they went outside of the, not only the division, but it was in the trees on the oh, in regular the street. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, just, it's, it's, it's lousy with ribbons. Where honestly, like a couple ribbons will do. When it, and it becomes that whole, oh, if everybody's tying ribbons, I got to tie a ribbon. Well, it was like just like, care. you know, when the whole Ukraine war started. Yeah. Oh, and then the flags. The went neighborhoods up, yeah. did the same thing. The yellow and the blue. Yep. And the, yeah. And it's it's truly a helpless feeling, and that's what this causes. And I understand there's mourning, but a neighborhood uniting over that stuff is fine. I kind of get it when when they showed the shot of all those ribbons. I'm like, all right, we'll be back. We're going to talk to some more people about ribbons. <laughs> all right, Broomhead's angry about the ribbons, but I didn't hear it, and I didn't know what he was talking about until I saw it on the news that night, and I was like, oh. Got a little out of hand. It's too many ribbons. And the guy makes a great point. Like, I get it. I'm sorry for the loss. It doesn't mean you don't still mourn the loss. Two things can be true at once. Too many ribbons, still a sad thing. I'm not one that wants my neighborhood littered with sorrow and sadness. I understand for a day or two, something going, hey, Preston's uh, memory must live on and all that. It's still fresh in the minds of a lot of people. But 70, 80 ribbons, that seems like, you know, all right, it's a lot of ribbons. And I've never seen orange ribbons before because it was his favorite color. So it just looks like, That's it looks like construction sound. Yeah. You know, I don't know what it is. But H- HOAs still suck. They still absolutely suck balls. And they're, you know, the evil empire. It's hard to be to put yourself in the shoes of the guy who's the president of the HOA. He's getting complaints. Quietly, your neighbors out there with all those ribbons are calling the HOA going, all right, look, I don't want to be the one that says anything. So you do it. 
get rid of these ribbons. It's, it looks like litter now. And this poor, I almost said effort, this poor guy <laughs> had to go on TV and, the, and become the face of evil going, ah, got to take these ribbons down, folks. We got to deal in the HOA. And he tried to use the HOA as the excuse, but he still looks like a dick. But that's what he does. I mean, you're, that's your job. Again, you know, most people would say, yeah, it's a, eventually uh, can run into a nightmare. But really, it it helps out the, the community a lot. The only thing that's always in question is yeah. you're putting so much money into this. It's a lot. And you're wondering, is it really? It's nothing. This, someone's making money on this deal. This guy says, my brother died back in 2010. It was a car accident. Uh, my dad put a concrete slab and an iron cross right there on the corner. That's not legal. Uh, it took a construction crew to get it out of there. In the beginning, I didn't want it to go anywhere. But after some time, I understood it had to be removed. Yeah. And that's a family in mourning doing something. that they, I mean, they're just coping. They, there's no rules for them at the time. I get that. All this morning sickness. Hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. The rest yeah, to, of the to an extent. Right. You don't need... I mean, that's kind of what graves are. You know, we have a dedicated place for the morning to be like, this is, you know... And you you know the story. They got run over by something or died in a car wreck. You don't need the real reminder of the location. I hate that driving to Sedona or going up the I-17. Oh, yeah. You hit those things like, oh... It's been there for a long, horrible couple flip of or something like that. Yeah, it's like... How often is it being visited? Why do we need to be reminded? I understand that when I get in a car, it's dangerous. And there's a chance the longer I drive that three you know, I'll be in one. White statues and an oh. elk. And a- You're right. And why didn't the elk ever? Only there a white elk and then a cross. Like the elk took one too. Oh, going to Sholo. That place would just be nothing but crosses if they, people getting knocked out on that road all the time. But it's, yeah, it's, I, um, I'm not on the HOA side because I never will be, but I kind of felt bad for the dude that's going. And they they didn't really say his name. The president of the HOA and the HOA itself, it's kind of what they're doing. And it isn't the HOA. It's the people in the neighborhood afraid to go to their neighbors and go, and I think we're overdoing it with the ribbons. The same way the reason HOAs began is because you got to, everybody became too chicken to talk to the bikers. Three houses down about parking their bikes in the grass. Or some jerk off with his car on jack stands for six right, months. And, right, you know. Yeah. Like I always said, these mechanics that laugh at me because I can't change windshield wipers. You've got a broken down car in your driveway for the last 11 years. I mean, you're, you're evidently not very good at it. When your tree starts looking like David Lee Ross leg in the <laughs> Van Halen with all the bandanas tied around it. <laughs> right. You got too many ribbons. There's, like, there's a couple of trees where we had three colors on it at one time. It's too many ribbons. You got to get rid of the ribbon thing. One big giant ribbon or dedicated, uh, like, ribbon quota. It doesn't have to be every front yard. It just doesn't. And I get it. There's people sad, and it's not fun. And there's no way to, like, express it and make yourself feel better. Uh, The ribbons make you feel like the community's united. But it created this. It also made everybody unite, and it made everybody kind of go, ugh, enough. And so now it's about the ribbons and not about the kid. Can't we just have our own moments? We're also outwardly expressive about everything now. Where it's like, if you don't have some loud gesture, you don't care. And that's just not true. Some people mourn quietly. Some people don't want to be reminded. Some people don't want the ribbons because it makes them think, it makes them so sad that they can't. I mean, we, we always talk about, like, you ought to be more cautious of people's mental health and all that. Sometimes the ribbons push people the other way. And just because you disagree with that doesn't mean it's ribbon heavy. So... Queen Creek HOA guy. I never thought I'd say this. The media's beating you up for no reason. You're just doing what people have asked you to do. You know, if he's out rogue on his own, you know what, these ribbons, they'll, then somebody needs to say, but you Queen Creekers that are saying, oh, this is, 
You're the ones calling him and saying, go do our dirty work. There's a pickup with a giant spool of orange ribbon. <laughs> right. And how about that guy? When he goes through with the truck and he's got to untie the ribbons and toss them in a trash can because that's the... That poor prick has nothing to do with it. He's just getting paid and doing a job he's been asked to do. How about that? Stephen Holmberg for Queen Creek. <laughs> I know. Standing up for the Queen Creek. For helping out the HOA and the QC. They got rules. And they let you be lax about it for a little bit, but that's enough. They've noticed an excessive amount of ribbons. Ribbonry doesn't necessarily... And, uh, yeah, and if you're flying Ukrainian flags and you're not allowed, you're not allowed. You don't have to announce everything. Like, on my Steeler days, I have a flag on my house because... Put the Buckeye flag up. I've right. never had anything. But I have people I've over. And I've noticed some other neighbors have their team up. Sure. And we... I have people over. So it's almost like to say, am I at the right house for a few of them? No, oh, yeah, that's it. You know, it's one of those yeah. And I take it down immediately after the game. It's not like I'm sitting there with months and months of Steelers garbage in my front yard. It's just for the time the game's on until everybody leaves and it's off. And you don't have to. No, you I don't have an HOA. I do yeah. it because I'm a decent neighbor. You don't want crap yeah, in your front yard And they fade quick if you keep them oh, out Oh, absolutely. Year, right? But it's, it's you, you, yeah. Streetside memorials, uh, you know. Your favorite sports team and stuff like that. It's temporary. Like hours are the limit on that. A couple hours. The American flag goes up on holidays and stays up and has its rules. Even the American flag kind of has its own little HOA on it, which is like if it's raining, get it out of there. Uh, get it down at night. You know, don't just don't leave it out there all the time. But I feel I feel sort of bad for the HOA guy. And this guy says the HOA that's taking them down is a gated multi-million dollar neighborhood in Gilbert. It's probably because half those Gilbert goons' parents live in there. And there are people who are like, I just don't want to see all this stuff. It's messy. So, I mean, Facebook is the worst example of it, but the ribbon thing is kind of enough. Yeah, there I am. HOA guy. I'd actually sit in an HOA meeting and go, I think I'm with the HOA on this one. And I don't like HOAs at all. I and was, when you see it, you're driving by the whole ribbon thing. You're just going through the Rolodex. Is that cancer? Someone died? Oh, yeah. I don't know the colors. Um, yeah. Awareness of something? I only know this because the story is so obviously sad. That if you don't have a feeling about this story, you just don't have feelings. But I don't need to express. I, I personally, that's my feeling. You can do it. I don't care that you do it. My personal feeling is I don't need to tie a ribbon around that to let my neighbors know I give a crap. I give a crap. That's internal. Mourning is not expressive. It's for you. I don't need to mourn so everybody sees me do it because that makes me a good guy. That's just not why you do it. You know, it's uh, you, both of you have lost a parent since uh, in the last couple of years. I'm not going to sit there and, hey, Brady, I tied a big ribbon around. Oh, thank you. Oh, hey, Brady. I, I did this thing. There was a thing for a donation for your dad's yeah. deal. And on it, I was kind of shocked. And this isn't just your dad's thing. It's all of them that said, do you want to send a letter to the family to let them know you did this? Like, what kind of prick does that? Everybody's looking for attaboys. Right. I'm like, what kind of prick says, did you see the gift I got for your horrible loss? You're welcome. What a prick I'd be to And go. I don't know of a family that has uh, gone through the mourning process and and also get you know sometimes you get a letter saying who's done it but not everyone has it they don't right. like well they didn't do, we didn't get any letter from them and it's not doing we're mad at them Flip side. i haven't seen that i happen to uh be very close to a situation where somebody didn't go to a funeral and it has divided the family and not only that didn't make a call to the person who the the one left behind they were a friend of the family or yeah, in the family friend of the family and it has divided the family. Like, there's fights. And it's weird to watch because you're like, this all stemmed from a guy who couldn't make it. And then didn't, and again, bad protocol, didn't call the person and say, I can't make That's it. That's all it took. Uh, and, it and, and never made the call. Yeah. But maybe, you know, just the, the instead of Did just, he make the call after the no. fact? Once they said, you never made the call, he shelled up. Yeah. So it made it worse. He needs to reach out. But, and he can't now because they're also mad at him. So now it's just a big fight. So now it's become this, well, screw you. I'm not going to call then. I was like, oh, boy, this is no longer about the guy who croaked. This is, about, this is bad. So I can see you know, mourning causes emotion that causes uh, irrational behavior. But I mean, what, tie a ribbon around a tree. It doesn't really do anything. It used to just be for soldiers, right? 
The yeah, yellow ones. You tie, tie the old yellow, yellow yeah. around, ribbon around the old Tony Orlando. Yeah. yeah. But if you didn't have an oak tree, you couldn't do it. Damn it, I knew I shouldn't have planted a maple. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Still hate those HOAs. There's nothing about them that makes me think that you guys are getting a good deal. I won't live in a neighborhood with one, ever. Zero chance of it. Zero chance of it. If you can't, if you live in a neighborhood where without a company telling your neighbors not to park in the grass, then you don't live in a very good neighborhood. We need a company to start telling all these people to stop putting car parts in their yard. You need to move to a place where the people are decent enough not to do that. Got one house in my neighborhood, holdovers from, they had to move in in the early 70s. That's way on the other side of the neighborhood. And you drive by it and you're like, woof, which one doesn't look like all the others? And that's the only thing an HOA would stop is their Winnebago that occasionally goes crossways in their front yard. It's <laughs> like, man... And they leave it there for days. It looks horrible. But it's far enough away from my house that I don't care. You know what? You're right. We're going to do something about that RV. I'm going to build a two-story garage <laughs> right next to you. Yep. Well, it would I'll take... never forget when uh, oh. our buddy, when Brenneman was living in uh, the Scottsdale, McCormick Ranch area. And the neighbors built a replica. It might as well have been the uh, White House next to his. It was blocking... Oh, really? Everything. It was it was almost three stories high, and he couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, because they didn't have any. Well, the city has rules. And it was okay, you know. Yeah. You got 30 feet or lower in most places. Yeah. You can go up to 29. We're at 29 and a half. Yeah, and they'll knock it. They'll be like, there's nothing you can do. That's our CC&Rs. Anyway, so the ribbon sings the thing. So be careful with all that. Just don't don't make people mourn in unison. If you don't like it, they're allowed not to. And then another thing, well, we talked about this the other day with like uh, calling the news over stuff that just saw another story where a guy married his cousin. Somehow the news knows. And then this dude goes on the news and says, uh, my ex forged my paternity test. I've been raising strangers for 11 years. Wow. How does the news Man. know? Don't you just shut up about that and leave? How does the news know? Did he put it on Reddit or something? I don't know. It says he's been left devastated after discovering, uh, oh, it was only one kid, but the child he cared for for 11 years isn't his. Uh, revealed that his ex-girlfriend tricked him by faking the paternity test results using the real father's DNA and changing the names. A man believed he was the father, provided love and care for the child, financial support to the mother, and now he's seeking justice against her. And he's lost faith in the legal system. Because they're no longer together? <laughs> I don't know. He's only 30, but he, yeah, he shared it on Reddit. Yeah. He went on Reddit. That's yeah, well, that's just it. He's trying to get on Dr. Phil and yeah. make the make right. the what rounds. What should I do and, on this? Yeah, he's, he's trying to get paid. Girlfriend became pregnant when we were 18. I'm 30 now. And she told me she had uh, another guy in her life at the time. And I said, you know what? It's okay because uh, we'll get a paternity test and have the baby. The other guy was not as nice. He's like, you'll get a paternity test. If that ain't mine, you get nothing and you're going to have a fight on your hands. This dude was like loving and caring, arms wide open. Said, "If it's my baby, pansy, I'm going to pay." Keyshawn <laughs> wasn't paying. Keyshawn's out the door. I'm not going to fight it. Yeah, the other dude was smart. Going, you had how many dudes inside you? Let's, Hell no. We'll wait for more his tests because I ain't going to tell you anything. He's and the other guy was like, "No, I still love you. If this baby's mine, you get all the support." And the other guy's like, "I'm not. I'm you ain't getting anything for me." So That's she, yeah, immediately said, "Well, there's the guy I'm going to try to lean this towards," and she did it. And so for the last 11 years, uh, that's gone on. Um, and now he's like, I don't know what to do because I agreed to all this. So, that, But it was under false pretense. So he's got to go to court and like sue for all her money. He ain't getting any of that money back. <laughs> Quit telling the news or Reddit. Well, that's the only stupid private garbage. now that it's out. No, it isn't. There's laws against this. He doesn't have to go to Reddit. Sure, he can, char- he can start his crowdfund now. Right. Well, no, no. If he's crooked, he'll Help do that. Help Donnie right. Lee out. Right. Oh, if, yeah. if he's a crooked, go find me. A crooked pile of garbage, he'll start trying to get money from people. You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? 98 KUPD. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. But the new, like, letting everybody know, airing your dirty laundry about, like, oh, she lied to me about this, and now strangers should know. That happens to me. Maybe you guys find out about it. Maybe. 20 years from now, I'd tell the story. I'm like, hey, something happened to me a while ago. Then I've sorted it out. 
But I'm well, not going to just go flopping a like a dead fish out in the middle of public square screaming, I got screwed. I think that was doing it for years, and he never really found out. He's just assumed, oh, it's mine. I'm like, well, at least find out. Always find out. Like, I, even, he, if, even if you know, you know it it's like yours, still test it. <laughs> like, even if you're like, this is for sure mine, but just in case. Because, you know, the last thing you want to do is find out later on down the road. Because I don't care how nice you are. If it's an you're going to want some money. And, uh, you know, for sure, if you're married, I know there's curiosity, but you've been raising that kid for 11 years. I'd paternity Would test it change stuff? At birth. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I guarantee it would change stuff. I guarantee you, the second you found out it wasn't, You'd be you can still love that kid. Still, yeah, exactly. You're but still you're going to sit back and go, I want. Father or mother. She knew. Now, you can't help but have human reaction to go, she knew the whole time. Like, you'd be mad. You'd be mad at somebody because you get duped. The one thing human beings cannot tolerate is being fooled. We can't do it. We don't like it. We just look at, I mean, we, nobody cared about Jesse Smollett at all until you picked a side and found out he lied about it. Then it was like, I hate it. Like, you, you, human emotion from being fooled. We don't like it at all. I would uh, the minute that baby's coming out, I'd be like, "Hey, doc, shove a Q-tip in that thing's mouth. Let's make sure." Well, are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm just positive. I just don't want to start off on the wrong foot. Do what Steve Nash did. Find out right there in the delivery room, and then go. Uh, we're done here. Maury's your OBGYN. Well, yeah, <laughs> bring Maury. Maury. Maury needs to come in with some Q-tips and, a little, and, a, and a little uh, dripper. But we're going to see what's the harm. And if you're a wife. And you're like, I just want to see, why are you doing this? Why are you upset about it? If it's so obvious, this will be a two-second operation. We all move on. Do you think I'm doing anything? No. I'm just making certain. <laughs> Saying if they're mad at you for right. asking. Yeah, exactly. Like the person, are you cheating on me? How and dare look, you? That's the reaction of I'm going to drop this in her mouth real quick and make sure we're all on the same page. <laughs> That's just awful. It might be. Wait seven more minutes. If things turns purple, we'll know for sure it's awful. <laughs> it's not mine. Yeah, it's a nice little test. And women, you should do it too. And dude starts hanging around the neighbor's house, and that kid looks a little bit like, hey, we'll swab it. A lot more swabbing. We got the technology. Swab away. <laughs> I look just like my dad, but I wouldn't be surprised if he came to me and said, you know what? I'm going to swab you real quick. Just even now, like he's coming in this weekend. If my dad swabbed me, I'd be like, let's see. I'm curious too. I would want to know. More importantly, I'd be, I was the kid, I'd want to know. My dad comes out. My dad and I look way too much alike for him to have not hosed that beast. <laughs> like mom. Mom made two replicants of Dan Holmberg, unfortunately. His face is attached to uh, my sister. <laughs> and then me. When I did Night of the Singing Dead and I had the wig on and stuff, I'm like, wow, this is the Holmberg female face. I am one of them. <laughs> I look just like Did my... you have a little Mexican landscaper trying to pick up on you? Oh, it was, it, you board. know what was amazing? Yes. <laughs> it is hey! very attractive to the uh, small Tony Mexican <laughs> immigrant. Yeah, check out the big, big. <laughs> all right, all right, that's enough. I like a girl with a nose that's <laughs> six to ten inches long. Like me. Yeah, it was weird. But yeah, swab away. But don't go call in the news or go to Reddit first. If you're curious at all, swab. Heck, I did it to my dogs. I have DNA tests on my dogs to find out. And now the bad thing is Megan's trying to contact family members. <laughs> it's bad. There, we found out Jack Ham has a brother nearby. And they give you the name because those people have also done a DNA test. So she's like, I want to find out if Buddy wants to have a play date. I'm like, I don't know. No, no, no. So she's been emailing You sure these are pretty. Yeah, <laughs> been emailing these people. I don't care. I don't want new people in my life. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and this all kinds of new hillbilly friends. comes by and goes, hey, you ain't got no ribbon in your front yard. Don't you care? Your wife's got a nice patooter. Thanks. Buddy can go now. Wouldn't it be great because your friend Mark has Jack's sister Lucy and we can reunite the litter? No, I really don't think that's a necessary thing at all. Hey, we're grilling corn on a grocery cart. Come on over. <laughs> Come meet Buddy. Buddy's just this... <laughs> like, oh, he's being raised wrong. I don't think we want this. 
they look just alike. I can learn that from pictures. <laughs> I don't need... And this guy... And kudos to Buddy's family. They haven't responded because... They're probably thinking the same thing. Exactly. This crazy woman. They should be. It's my dog, for God's Lunatic sake. Lunatic wants, wants brothers and sisters to reunite from a litter. Stop it. And they fight. Oh, they, all they do is they like, tear each other's throats. This isn't going to my phone. No. You don't do that. She's, I'm going to quit bugging those people. They have not gotten back to me yet. Of course they haven't. They think you're insane. She comes home looking like Eddie George after <laughs> finding out the Wolverine. <laughs> Torn to shreds. <laughs> Buddy, Neck brace. Buddy doesn't have the same temperament as Jack Ham. No, Buddy is a horrible prick. We don't know that. Lesson learned. But that DNA test, we found out about the dogs, and it gives you like a list of other dogs, your dogs related to, that have also done the test. It's fairly neat. Brilliant business. But you just keep that under wraps. And the, and the, and the biggest thing was it did show Lucy, who we know for sure is his sister, on the list because they did the DNA test too. Different fathers, same litter. That's how a dog works. Pretty cool. There's your extended Lori right yeah. there. Oh yeah, that's He's sire. Yeah, they've... you are the sire. But so are you because you can double seed a dog broad. A bitch in the dog world can take two loads and make different batches. All right, that's pretty awesome. And Lucy comes from a batch that has like Sharpay and Doberman, and Jack comes from one that doesn't. But they all fell out at the same time. Thirteen males, all are the father. Posing. I think Cardi B's got a song about that. I don't know if Buddy, over here in Gilbert, is the same father. I think he was the. I think he is from the same batch that Jack's from. But again, we swabbed our dogs to find out what they are and where their families are. It's weird. I'd do it if I had a kid. That thing would get. I'd, I'd probably swab it once every couple months. Just as technology got better, I'd be like, ah, still not 100%. Still not 100% convinced I need to pay for everything. <laughs> Let's just maybe I'll put another guy on the dole here for a little while. Eh, this one came back a little shaky. Vesley might, I'd, I'd actually do it and touch Vesley. Hit him with the swab. What'd you do? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I get touched your face with that Q-tip? My bad. And then I'd shove it in the kid's mouth, mix the DNA, and then Vesley comes back and I'm getting checks from him on the rig. <laughs> The DNA setups. It's ridiculous. So, DNA test your kids today. Why not? You might find out. And if you're a kid, DNA test yourself. Let's see what your parents' reaction is. That's who should be doing it. Put the Q-tip in the air in front of mom and dad at dinner and go, anybody got any uh, last words? <laughs> and whoever's eyes get huge, oh boy. Now you know. <laughs> Suck that Q-tip, shove it in the thing, and mail it off. And we'll wait for the results. We'll be right back with family dinner after this. Why would you want to do that there, David? I don't know. Let's see what you two are up to. I have to tell your mother did a lot of experimenting in college, and I'm not sure that uh, you want to know the results of that. <laughs> well, we're going to see him soon. Larry McFeely's my father? <laughs> oh, no way. Oh, if Larry got hit with a bill, forget it. I'm going to help him tie the noose. <laughs> hey, Muslims are right about this. Stone the frickin' whore. <laughs> well, now, <laughs> I, I'll agree. I'll go so far as to say I agree with the HOA. I'm never going to say Muslims are right about this when it comes to how they handle their ladies. Hey, that's Donovan, not me. <laughs> you know, one thing the Muslims got going for them is the way the ladies sort of, you know, fall in line. <laughs> I guess Donovan's kind of right. <laughs> DNA. It's a dangerous technology. Oh, yeah. What'd you do? Like, you go home to Kurt today and just, go, just hold up the swab and go, I'm going to do it. You want to tell me anything before I do this? No, there's no doubt. I'm, yeah. I'm, you guys yeah. look exactly alike. What if it's your, what if it, he have a brother? Yeah. <laughs> swab. <laughs> <laughs> just in case. Does he look like his brother? Eh, kind of. Uh, kind of. Could have been kinda. like a whole uh, Eiffel Tower one weekend at the old Vesley house. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah. Swap it. And there your mom was running around with J.P. Morgan or whoever it was on a weekend. She won't admit to it, but she did some She did some drinking and dancing. In oh, her hell, day. if that was the case, I'd be swabbing it. myself. I mean, J.P. Morgan, hey. If my, if my mom was like, I was friends with a Rockefeller. I'm like, ah, give me get the Q-tip. I'm going to swab away and hope that I just have a big nose for, by you know coincidence. 
my dad would be like, "Yeah, it isn't Rockefeller's kid." <laughs> He'd be upset that it. Like if I if my I, mom cheated and had a, an affair with Rockefeller. My dad would be with me hoping it, that I'm not his. Let's hope. Let's hope. He'd be sitting next to me. Come on. Ah, crap, you're mine. We'd both be disappointed. I swabbed it. They were they were both on there, but, you know. Well, you got I your swab in. Yeah. 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 And they did theirs. Well, and, yours, yeah. No real worry on that one. I still swabbed it. Yeah. Do that today. Get with your parents and just hold the Q-tip up. Got anything to say? And watch your mom. Any last words? Watch your mom's eyes. <sighs> Why are you? Anybody has any objections? There's there's a story behind it. I don't think this is necessary, god damn it. What are you upset about, Dad? Just, you're bringing up a lot you don't know, son. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Is there a reason why I like burritos more than you guys? <laughs> <laughs> there's something about the landscaping crew that we should talk about? Uh, it's 7.32. What do you got on the big board of musical treats, Brett? All right, Waking Song brought to you by our friends at Action Ride Shop. If you're, you know, it's wintertime. If you're having trouble getting to the arena to go to a basketball game, you know. <laughs> it's too snowy. Well, yeah, head on over to Action Ride Shop. They'll hook you up with the uh, the skis, the snowboards, the boots, the bindings, uh, everything you need to get you up and down the mountain or to the arena in this case. ActionRideShop.com or go visit the boys over there on Gilbert Road in Southern. And, of course, they all come in for uh, DeAndre. Uh, oh, vanilla yeah. Ice, Ice Baby. <laughs> uh, Beck Loser. Foreigner Cold as Ice. Metallica Trapped, trapped under, under Ice. There it is. I haven't heard that in forever. Don't Be Lazy is also another one. <laughs> yeah, and I then like for it. the uh, billboards, uh, Bombshell from Power Man 5000. Yeah. Prepare your coffins. Trapped Under Ice? I like Trapped Under Ice quite right. a bit. That's a good one. Somebody said Yoko Ono's Walking on Thin Ice or something like that. I'm like, why do you even know a Yoko Ono song yeah. enough to bring that up? Other than Warzone. I mean. Smash it. Warzone. All right. We'll do a little Trapped Under Ice by Metallica for DeAndre's Perilous Adventure. And again, I don't know how long the Trailblazers have been a team. I think it's been since the late 60s, early 70s, maybe. First time it's ever happened that nobody could make it to the arena because it was icy. On top of that, think of the technology they've had since then, too. Exactly. Four-wheel drives and everything else. Yeah. You just got to the goddamn place. It's It was the new maps on Call of Duty, I'm telling you. <laughs> that is a hell of a coincidence. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, it's Metallica. For you, DeAndre, I don't miss you at all. You know what this makes me happy about? Yusuf Nurkic. You just, I just love the big Nurk. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 